Hello from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We're at Above the Laws Academy for Private Practice 2016. I'm Lawrence Coletti. I'm Oscar Michelin. And I'm Scott Limmer. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. Uh, it's my privilege to welcome a couple of fellow podcasters out there. They just got done uh, presenting uh, Reboot Your Law Practice. No, wait, that's the name of your podcast. Right. So I gave you a uh, shameless... Appreciate the quick plug. plug. Thank yes. you. We will take it. So I, got, I have the wrong quotes in, uh, in front of me. So it's actually how starting a podcast can help build your practice. So before we get into that, just want to learn a little bit more about you. Where do you work? What do you do? Let's start with uh, Oscar. Well, I'm uh, a partner in a small litigation boutique. We have offices in Manhattan and Long Island. Normally, a good 90% of the practice is commercial litigation, IP, business litigation of that kind. And, you know, in court every day, doing trials and that kind of work. Okay. And Scott? And I have a solo criminal practice. I practice mostly on Long Island in New York City. I handle all sorts of criminal cases, state and federal cases, and also do a lot of school and college disciplinary hearings. Excellent. Excellent. Well, all right, guys. So how starting a podcast can help build your practice. How does it help you build your practice? Well, you know, I mean, for us, we called it Reboot Your Law Practice because both of us, somewhere in the 90s, when the bottom dropped out of no. the legal practice that we were in, into the 2000s, uh, you know, the, we were criminal defense practitioners almost entirely myself. And so we developed, you know, new practice areas to try to help us grow. And Next thing I knew, Scott and I were talking about how we did it and what advice we had for lawyers, and we decided to launch a podcast talking about how does either a solo or a small firm kind of grow a consistent practice base. And the genesis kind of came from, you know, understanding how to be a lawyer, but not really understanding that our practices were businesses. And once we both, you know, read a couple of books and spoke to other attorneys who ran their practices like the businesses they should have, it kind of opened our eyes. And we felt like there were so many other attorneys that we knew who weren't getting this, who if they just had a couple of regular uh, business practices that are used in regular businesses, that their legal practice could be successful. And that's why we started it, because we just wanted to say, hey, there's just four or five things you really need to focus on and do, and you can be successful in this market. Okay. And we talk about the podcast just being one tool, among others, to increase your social media presence, show your clients some authenticity, let them get a preview of who you are as a lawyer and what you know about that particular subject matter. So it's very helpful for those who have a substantive law practice, in, law podcast, excuse me, in particular, to let clients kind of pre-screen them. Okay. So is this something you guys think everybody should be doing? Well, I, I think... Everyone should be doing something. You know, the current legal marketplace is such that you can no longer just, you know, put your feet up on the desk, hang a shingle, and then expect the clients to, you know, stroll in and pay your mortgage. You've got to find a way to reach clients the way clients are looking for lawyers. You've got to match that up. They're no longer doing it the same way. So a podcast we found is one way, it's not as hard as it sounds, for folks to kind of get a jump on the other lawyers out there by putting content that your clients can find. That's a nice segue to my next question. So speaking of content, what type of shows should lawyers be putting on? Well, really, you know, we do a practice management podcast, but if someone, whatever type of law they're involved in, if they want to show their expertise, if they want to show 
clients, other lawyers, the whole world, what they do, they can do a substantive law podcast. And it could take any form. We do a podcast that's 20 to 25 minutes once a week. You can do a podcast that's 10 minutes once a month if you wanted to and host it on your own website. Whatever it is you're going to do, again, whether it's a podcast, whether it's something else, you just want to be out there showing clients social proof of what you can accomplish. Right. Like, for instance, we're thinking about launching another podcast about the anatomy of a New York criminal case. So what happens when someone's charged with a crime in New York? We're not going to repeat that topic. We'll do five shows, let's say. We'll put it up there so that it's just out there for folks to find. Ours is once a week because we kind of help people along with their practices so they expect to listen to something new every week. But you could just do a one-time only and record five or six episodes that way. And you guys are touting this as another marketing way for people to reach out to potential clients, uh, build up their expertise. So now I can feel it right now. I can feel attorneys out there rolling their eyes. Oh, one more way to market. This is something else <laughs> I have to do. So maybe you could help our listeners out a little bit. How much time, if someone decides to go into podcasting, how much time should they spend in production? Let's do it on a month. Well, you know, I'll even go before that. I think it starts before that with whatever your vision is for the podcast. Okay. And, if you plan, and what we did is we kind of planned everything out. We talked about it. We figured what our first 15 shows were going to be. But once we got into the groove and once we were done, it takes us 25 minutes, maybe a half hour to record the show. We talk about it a few minutes before. We put the equipment away. And then our process is I listen to the podcast every week. We send it to the editor. He makes the edits. Oscar listens to it again. We send it back to him, and it gets posted. You can really commit about an hour a week and getting a very thorough, consistent podcast. There's obviously going to be a startup time in the beginning you know, for you to learn how to work it, learn the technology, really think out what you want to do a couple of shows down the line. But after that initial time investment, you're really talking about start to finish. It's about an hour a week. And that's us putting a new show every week. Oh, so you guys are, okay, once a week. Every week once we a, week, a new show. And, it and that's takes one about, hour end to end? Well, even less sometimes. If we're only recording one episode, it's about a half an hour because the episodes okay. are about 20 minutes long. We know how to set up the equipment really quickly. We've sure. talked ahead of time. We've emailed each other. What are we going to talk about? We don't like to pre-discuss it too much. We kind of like go live and just chat. So once we do that, we record it, put the equipment away, email it to the editor, and you're done. So about an hour. So you're I would an say hour. an hour a week yeah. is going to be enough for you to really, really have a good half hour. To, I mean, a 20-minute podcast when you start. I got you. I got you. Okay. Well, uh, this is something I may have failed to ask you guys in the pregame. Do you guys have guests? No guests? We do. We recommend folks try to get on as guests before they do a podcast just to get used to the format. It's real easy. Most folks who have legal podcasts, you know, including those here on Legal Talk Network, some of whom we've had on as guests, will welcome you to come on and talk about something that's different that might help their listeners. So we like to have a guest on a relatively infrequent basis, four or five weeks down the line. Yeah, some, something it. like that. Sometimes it's, you know, it's, we want to try to talk about different topics. Sometimes, you know, we're on our own heads. We talk about what's relevant to us, and it's nice to get somebody else on the show who could talk about it from a different perspective. We'll see an article that we like on, you know, any website, but let's say Above the Law, we'll call. We had, you know, Keith Lee from Associates Mind mm -hmm. on, who's been on ATL. We have a number of folks that we'll reach out to and say, hey, I like what you wrote. Would you want to come and talk about it? And we put them via Skype, and next thing you know, we have a guest. And it couldn't be easier. Yeah. 
it is an amazing world we live in. So that's right. interesting. Think about it. You can really just create your own content. You can go out there and send a message to your clients right from your office very simply. There's really no reason not to do it. And this is one of the messages we put out on the podcast. You know, we're two guys that had legal practices and we decided to start this initiative. And you think it's very overwhelming and it's it's too hard, but really like anything else, there are a couple of steps that you need to take and you can get it done. And, and it, it stuns me sometimes that we have 85 episodes of a podcast on iTunes, but we put our mind to it and we get it out and it certainly helps us. So I'm going to reintroduce a question I was trying to get at at the beginning of the show, but I kind of want to ask it again. Now we kind of established a little bit of all of the working parts and components of it. So in terms of return on investment. So I know there's some lawyers out there that are sensitive to time. Every lawyer is sensitive to time. And they're going to want to know what is in it for me. So there was definitely a time where if somebody would have said that I should do something and I wasn't going to get paid for it, I would have told them they were crazy because I'm a <laughs> lawyer and that's what I do. I, I want to make right, money. Right. I'm luckily beyond that. And what we realize is, is, you know, this costs us time. It costs us $100 a month for our editor. But the benefits to us are just so great, whether it's just discussing our own practice management issues and hashing that out with each other over the podcast or, you know, truly well, reaching being out able to lawyers that you know, might end up either referring us work or just simply appreciating the work that we're giving back to them, the advice that we're giving. And if you have a substantive law practice, you have to find a way to differentiate yourself. It's a nice way to say to a client, hey, listen, I spoke about that topic. You can listen to my podcast. Maybe they're never going to find it on their own, but you can direct your clients to these various shows that you've recorded and put them out there so that they can get found on the internet as well. And I think it's an invaluable tool to try to generate your business. It might be a good enough uh, thing to have just to have a conversation with another lawyer. You're at a bar association. Hey, I started this podcast. What do you mean you started a podcast? And you talk about that for 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it, there's lots of ways you can use it to build your practice. You've got to be mindful of the ways to do it and think about who your target is, who you want to listen to it, and then how do I get them to find it? And then obviously, if clients come out and reach out to you, you direct them to that. Well, that is better than a free consultation because they're in their car on their way to see you and they've listened for you talk 20 minutes about the topic they're interested in talking to you about. So well, this guy knows what he's doing. So obviously you guys are into this and it's Very rewarding, into it. <laughs> rewarding for you. Now, have you received feedback from some of your listeners? We have. We've gotten a, a fair amount of emails and it's real. It's it weird. You know, I'm just like a regular guy and now I have a podcast and people are writing me emails saying, hey, thanks for doing that podcast. We really like listening to you and it really gives us, you know, some hope that, you know, we can turn our practices around and it's 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 cool. It's, it's really what we wanted to set out to do to let people know, hey, if we can change, if we could see, we can we can do these things, so can you. Right. And, you know, they'll ask us questions. They'll tell us, you know, maybe you should talk about this. We've had some folks email us topics that they would like to hear us discuss or issues they've had in developing their practice. It's very, very rewarding to reach out there and hear people talk. We also do talks at bar associations, bar associations similar oh, to the podcast. So it's gotten us a lot of exposure that we didn't really anticipate. We really kind of did it just for ourselves. And it's kind of taken on a life of its own, which is nice. Okay. Well, I have two more questions. And so I'm going to uh, preface this first one. You know, obviously, Legal Talk Network, we have our own way of doing things. And what I find really interesting about you guys, you guys are active practicing attorneys. You guys just decided on your own to do this. So what I want to do, this is one of my favorite things, leave some takeaways for the audience. Let's give the listeners some tips on how to get started. Let's talk like, let's just talk bolts and pieces here. So let's walk it through. So you've got your equipment. You got your software and all of the different software platforms you interact with. So let's let's start with that. If you want to start and just do a podcast yourself, all you need is a microphone. You plug it into your computer and you need some editing software. We use Audacity. If you wanted to do it yourself, that's all you need. It's as simple as that. You could use GarageBand. 
You could use Audition. You could use Audacity. They're all free. There's a lot of, you know, you need to upload it to the cloud. It needs to get to iTunes. There's a lot of, you know, uh, issues that you need to, to deal with, little odds and ends. But Well, then we also decided to use an editor who we send the sound to to clean it up. We hired for 30 bucks a professional voice actress to do an intro. The editor found us some music. And then we bought a mixer because there's two of us. I think the total investment was maybe five, six hundred bucks. And if you're doing it by yourself, it probably drops to like $200 as the initial investment. And then get comfortable, like listen to yourself, you know, practice, think about what you want to talk about, certainly, but get used to the technology and how to best, you know, use the right mic. You know, we changed mics, we changed mixers after we tried things for a while to see what worked best for us. And now it's like clockwork. Oh, actually sounds like the uh, subject matter for another show of yours. Yeah. Pro- oh, yeah, we have a ton of shows from the, from this day. <laughs> we have like six or seven new shows. <laughs> well, all right, so this is my last question. And so you know, before we close it out, you know, if our listeners, they want to follow up with you guys, learn a little bit more about uh, lawyers doing podcasts, how can they reach you? Let's start with Oscar. Sure, so you can reach me at oscar at lawreboot.com. And you could reach me at scott at limmerlaw.com. Excellent, excellent. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode, but I want to thank our guests for joining us and parting us with some uh, podcasting wisdom there. Also want to thank our listeners. And if you've enjoyed what you heard today, please rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Awesome, guys. Thank you. I agree with all. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. (laughs) 